Welcome to my homestead, y'all. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl. I'm working to create a home with a little farm, a little faith, a lot of food, and a bit of funky. I'm learning all about growing and preserving our food supply, raising chickens and children, and becoming more self-sufficient while leaning hard on Jesus. And I want to take you along for the ride. So grab yourself a cup of something wonderful, and let's visit a while. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Funky Farm Girl podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Veliki, also known as the Funky Farm Girl, and this is episode 84, The Victory Garden Returns. Today's episode is sponsored by Abundance Plus. Abundance Plus is the premier homestead streaming channel. Uh, If you want to know everything there is to know about raising your own animals, raising your own food, cooking from scratch, and all the homesteader skills, then you need the wisdom of Abundance Plus. There are daily vlogs from a lot of the different um, contributors, as well as episode shows and master classes that teach you everything that you could possibly want to know, including the business side of homesteading for income. So, If you're interested in learning more about homesteading and all the different aspects of it, then you need Abundance Plus. Click the link in the show notes and enter the code FUNKY10, F-U-N-K-Y, the number 10, um, to get 10% off your subscription rate. Now, let's get on with today's episode. I want to start out with a what's happening on the homestead update. Number one, we cleaned out the chicken coops for the spring um, yesterday, got them all cleaned up. We may still um, shovel out some of the run, um, but there's not as big a need for that this year as there was last year. Um, We did decide that we're going to clear the herb beds around the chicken run we had a animal visitor that was either a possum or a raccoon that's constantly coming and digging up what what is planted there pulling out the rock border um throwing mulch everywhere i have little um, ceramic mushrooms through there and they're all over the place and so i've decided that this year i don't want to continue fighting with whatever animal wants to keep messing up my pretty bed and so I'm going to leave the rosemary and the mint there but um, anything else I'm going to move and I'm just going to let that kind of grow as it wants to and I'm going to use those rocks that I made a border with and put them around the deck bed instead so that's what's happening on the homestead this week um So, I don't know about you, but when I started looking at all the different things for spring gardens, when I started looking for inspiration and plans of um, what type of garden I wanted to grow, what things I wanted to put in it, um, that 
the layout and all those things um this year in particular i was really looking for a production garden and um wanted to be able to produce a lot of food um not just fun food and and you know play around and and experiment with a lot of different things but i really wanted to focus on production this year and so what i kept seeing everywhere was the victory garden now if you're not familiar with the victory garden um during world war ii um some during world war one but especially during world war ii people grew their own fruits and vegetables in their yards um, as a way for the community to come together and to provide for itself and to be a support um, from the home front for the troops that were um, overseas fighting in World War II. <coughs> Excuse me. So, during the war, they stopped producing canned goods because they needed the, the metal from those cans for things like guns and ammunition and tanks and equipment and all those types of things and so that food wasn't there and so there were food shortages in the stores and there was also um, much less that was being imported um, because one of the relations between the countries and two because all of the import export stuff was was directed towards the troops and so in doing that there was a lot of things that they couldn't get that they normally had and so they had to ration food and there were shortages on things and there were some things that they just didn't have at all and so a home garden really really helped them with the shortages that they were experiencing and also with the rations they were able to extend what they were able to produce out of their own home and have something to supplement the rations that they were getting from um, the store so if you would like to see this like fleshed out and lived out what it looked like to keep a victory garden and what it looked like to take the rations in the victory garden food and make things in the kitchen like they would have done then um then you really need to go watch wartime kitchen and gardens on youtube i'm going to put a link in the show notes michael and i watched it it's eight episodes they're about a half hour long each and um they follow a woman in her kitchen and a man in his garden um growing food and talking about cooking the food and the kinds of things that they had to do to have enough to eat um during the war and it was very very interesting i was really glad to have watched it um this one in particular was based in the uk and so there was an example of the fact that children who at the start of the war were very young when the war was over and they were able to begin to to import foods and stuff again children didn't like bananas because they had not seen or tasted a banana for five years and so some of them it was the first time they'd had one they didn't know how to eat it they didn't know what to do with it and um, they said that children in general didn't prefer bananas because they just didn't have a taste for that um, and to me I, I can't even think of just there's no bananas for five years it would just be 
mind-blowing to me. So um, I really encourage you to go and watch those episodes. It's a really good series. Um, In the United States, there were 20 million victory gardens in World War II. And those gardens produced 40% of the vegetables um, grown in the U.S. during the war. Um, And it produced over a million tons of vegetables. And so it seems like a small thing to have a garden in your backyard or a garden in your flower bed or pots on your patio. Um, But really it, it over time compounds and creates a huge difference in the amount of food that you're able to produce for your family um, and maybe for friends and neighbors and things like that as well. And if you're all doing it, then that makes even more of a collective um, effect on the things that we're dealing with now, right? Because we have food shortages. Um, There are things that are hard to find. And then there's also inflation, Um, If you can find it, it's more expensive. And then there's the recalls. Um, I've lost count over how many times they've recalled lettuce, um, especially romaine, because of E. coli. Um, So being able to grow those things yourself um, is really going to make an impact. And I want to give you eight reasons today why I think a victory garden should return to our yards. Okay? So, number one, it saves us money. Um, I read an article that said that the initial investment, on average, to begin a home garden when you've not had anything at all, never done anything, your yard is just grass. The initial investment to get what you need to to make the garden bed and buy the plants or seeds that you need um, whatever soil amendments and things like that is around $250 and you're like okay I thought you were saving us money and we're going to spend $250 to build a garden yes and the reason why that's still saving you money is because that garden is going to produce $700 worth of food over the course of the summer and the fall um, on average Um, if you're saving seeds from from the year before um, or growing from seed instead of buying plants at the store then your savings are going to be even more if you're um, if you're able to garden in ground rather than a raised bed you're saving even more because you're not having to purchase all that dirt you're not having to purchase the materials to make the beds those kinds of things if you use repurposed materials to make a raised bed you're saving even more um so really there is a little bit of an initial investment up front but then you're saving a whole lot of money um through the course of the gardening season on um the amount of food that you're able to produce and so a 250 dollars investment to save 700 dollars in food that you would have otherwise had to purchase um, makes a victory garden pretty worthwhile your time um, number two reason why you should grow a victory garden um, fewer trips to the store um, what's the first thing you run out of um, when you go buy groceries 
um, usually dairy and produce. And if your produce is one of the first things to run out and you can go out in your garden and pick more instead of going to the store to buy more, then you're going to spend fewer um, trips to the store. Um, that's going to save you on gas. It's going to save you on time. It's going to save you on the impulse things that you're going to buy when you go to the store. Because we all know that you didn't really need that ice cream that you bought when you went back to get more vegetables, right? So, goes back to number one. It's saving you money because you're spending less time in the store. Um, you're able to get what you need from your own yard. Number three um, ties into all this to food security. Um, with the shortages and supply chain issues that we're dealing with and that have been told, um, even President Biden has said there will be food shortages. Um, and when you're hearing that from our government and you're seeing it in our stores and you know that there's something you could do now to, to create a little bit of a buffer, of course you would want to do that. And then um, when you're able to freeze and can and dehydrate and preserve that harvest to last through the whole year um, then that really gives you an even greater amount of food security not just for when the garden is producing but after it's produced and it's it's done for the year um, that you're still able to eat from it um, number four reason it tastes better y'all um, Jess Sowards over at Roots and Refuge has a saying that I love. Um, store-bought tomatoes taste like disappointment. Um, if you've never had a tomato right out of a garden, it is a completely different thing from the tomatoes that you get at the store. The texture, the flavor, the juices, all of that is completely different. Um, and it's the same for whatever type of thing that you're growing. Fresh food from your garden taste better um and then if you're able to make it with without pesticides and things like that then you're you're able to grow organic food and you know that that tastes better because you know what's in it right um so number four is better taste number five is one of my favorites fresh air and stress relief um, I talked about in episode 70, um, gardening as an antidepressant. Um, there is nothing better for my soul, y'all, than to get out in my garden. Um, being in the soil and working the dirt and um, working with the plants, being out in the sun, breathing the fresh air. Um, and there is actually... I read an article yesterday. Um, there's actually a specific strain of bacteria um, that you are exposed to in the store, in the in the soil, that triggers the production of serotonin in your body when you're exposed to that through the dirt. Um, so, it there's a definite trigger between being in the dirt and producing serotonin, which is our happy hormone. So, um, fresh air and stress relief is a great reason to have a victory garden this year. Number six, you're going to eat healthier. Because number one, you're more likely to eat it when you grow, your, grow it yourself. 
And number two, you're going to have an abundance of it. So you're going to eat more of it because you're not going to want to waste it, right? And so you're going to increase your vegetable and fruit um, intake because you're growing it yourself and it's free and it's right there in your yard, right? And so anytime we can do things like that to boost our health and take better care of ourselves, of course we want to do that. Number seven, you can learn new skills. Not just gardening, but canning, um, freezing food, cooking from scratch, dehydrating, um, all kinds of different things. When you're out working in the garden, you can learn um, organic pest control. You learn about um, different weeds and things that may be growing in your yard and you want to identify if it's a good weed or a bad weed. So then you begin to look into herbalism and you learn some of the different um, things that grow in your yard that can be used for herbal medicine. Uh, it just goes on and on and on and on. You learn the species of butterflies that come to visit your garden or the birds that are eating your um, sunflowers or those kinds of things. Um, there's just no end to the amount of things that you can learn from being in a garden. So definitely one of the benefits to this is learning new skills. Um, number eight is exercising. It's not just that you're weeding, you're hauling wood chips, you're, you're shoveling, you're raking, you're pulling things out, you're carrying things, you're um, working out in the sun um, and working up a sweat and those things are good for your muscles, it's good for your skin, it's just good for your body to be outside and exert yourself. Um, you can bend and stretch and walk and carry and do all those kinds of things in your garden and last but not least number nine your victory garden can be a blessing to others you can share your production with your family and friends and maybe even you coordinate maybe you live in a neighborhood where everybody has itty bitty yards and maybe on your block you decide that this neighbor's going to grow the tomatoes this one's going to grow the cucumbers this one's going to grow the okra and you guys trade um, you could do that with family too, um, or friends. You can donate excess food to the food bank and help those who are less fortunate. Um, the garden is a great way to be generous with other people. Um, I love being able to, what I call tomato bomb people at church. Um, last year I was pulling in a hundred tomatoes a day. And I just could not keep up with it. So I would put five tomatoes in a grocery bag. And I, I made several grocery bags each Sunday. And I would take them to church. And I would just say, Lord, who needs tomatoes this week? And I would just walk up to someone and say, here, have some tomatoes from my garden. And every time their face would light up. And they'd be so excited and happy um, and thankful for tomatoes. And it didn't cost me anything but the time it took to put them in the back, right? Because I was I was getting plenty back on what I had initially put into my garden um, with the investment of seeds and time and all that. So um, it really gives you a way to be generous to other people. 
So, I think I've given you plenty of reasons to think about a victory garden this year. Um, I also think, yeah, that's just a regular garden. But I think if we think of it in terms of victory, in the midst of what has been two years, y'all, of pandemics and restrictions and shutdowns and isolating and turmoil and division and all the things um this can be the year that we can say we're done with that we are victorious we can move on right and and we can we can do something to take control of our circumstances we can do something to become more self-sustainable um and not be so dependent on industrial food systems or the government or any anything else um to feed us and so i think that victory gardens are going to give us a new perspective on gardening and i think it's a much needed one in these times that we're living in so i want to encourage you that you can grow food anywhere it can be pots on a patio it can be flower beds it can be a raised bed it can be in the ground find a spot plant some things grow some of your own food this year declare victory over the grocery store okay because the grocery store has turned into a stressful place where you're taking more money out of your wallet and you're finding less of the things on your list in the store let's declare victory over all those issues and grow some of our own food at home even if you don't grow everything you eat you'll be surprised how much you can grow and how much of an impact it's going to make so are you ready to declare victory see you next week thanks for stopping by y'all if you're inspired by what you've heard today the best compliment you can give me is to share the Funky Farm Girl with your friends. You can stay connected by following the Funky Farm Girl on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Until we meet again next week, remember to bloom where you're planted.